So my esteemed guest decided that uh, he needed an introduction uh, for this episode. So instead of just starting, we're going to go ahead and um, formally introduce my next guest, Mr. Frank Buda. How are you? Hello, hello. It's been a while. It's been a while. How's it going? Great to be back. Great to be back. Long time no see. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. How's How you doing, listeners (laughs) of the In Short Supply podcast? Good to be here. Are you thrilled? Thrilled. You look it. Always. Always. So excited. Um, all right. Well, how, how's everything? Everything's good. Having yourself a nice day? We had, can we just talk about our day a little bit? That I feel like every Sunday we end up in like just the dumbest situations when we have to go somewhere. It's, it's, it's every time we have to go yeah. somewhere. It's I every mean, errand ever. No matter what. So let's 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 back up the bus. We just we just welcome like shitty situations all the time. Which is so funny because I'm you didn't always start this way and I'm gonna take full credit for it. We've become I've always been, but we have become such patient people. And I think you have you've become more uh, patient. The, the world like tests me every day. <laughs> It's, yeah, I don't know how I do it, honestly. But I'm, but I'm serious. Like we've become, like we're very patient. We're very tolerant of of what's going on around us at all times. Like somebody, you know, there's always an issue. So we have found in the last seven years that no matter what happens, every time we go out into public, someone in front of us in line, next to us at a movie theater, sitting next to us in a restaurant, wherever we are. The, whoever is surrounding us has to be causing a problem of some sort. I just constantly find myself shaking my head and whispering <laughs> under my breath like unbelievable. Which is actually kind of good now that we have the masks on because it's not as obvious as it used to be where I would be like, mm, stop. Well, I mean, regardless, I really don't care. Right, your you face, your, even the half of your face that is shown shows it all or says it all. Um, so today, where did we go? We had to go to Whole Foods, which is your favorite place. To go. It's, it's growing on me. Reeking in sarcasm. Mm. You think it's growing on you? Because when I mentioned this morning, can we go to Whole Foods, I thought I thought you were going to die. Well, it was just typical, I don't want to do anything, it's Sunday kind of mood. Right. But we went, we, we persevered. Were there any issues in Whole Foods besides the, the, the line? No. Oh, the beef stew. We're, we're dumb. Oh, so, we so this is our fault. This was no one else's fault. Um, we don't know how to... We don't know how to maneuver the meat counter at Whole Foods. It's very overwhelming. Would you agree? It's very yeah. intimidating. They've got now. First of all, I I come from a family where my parents did that type of shopping even into my adulthood before we moved into this house. Like, I don't know how to cook. Like, I, I know how to cook, but I don't know how to like get the meat. Do you know, like, so if it requires me to go to the meat counter, I'm not making that recipe. Um, so second of all, we don't, I don't know. I feel like we just don't go there often enough to, to be experts. So. Yeah, no. We, <laughs> and we've only, like, picked up, like, 
Oh, could we just have two of these uh, steaks? Right, right, right. right. We've never had to, like, get a pound of or, you know, five pounds of. So so we decided, you know, every Saturday or Sunday, we kind of think about, we map out our week of what we're going to have for the week, Monday through Thursday, which are the only days that I cook. Um, And sometimes Frank will cook. So we decided, you know what? Well, I think we both kind of had the agreement of we need to make our lives easier during the week. And one way that we did that or that we're doing that is with the crockpot meals, which are super easy. You know, you just throw it in and whatever. So the crockpot meal of the week is going to be beef stew, which I've only ever made one other time. And I cannot remember for the life of me how we got the meat then, because obviously it couldn't have been an issue if I made it unless my parents gave it to me. I can't remember. But anyway, so it required us... It has to be one of those, like, prepackaged... You think? uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) That sounds very unlike me, but... um, So, whatever. So, we decide, all right, we're going to go to Whole Foods because we need meat for this beef stew and, you know, some other fish and whatever. So... (laughs) We don't know how to act. That's another problem. We surround ourselves with idiots. No offense to the idiots. And then we also sometimes just don't know how to act. Like, we can't even just, like, fake it. So we go up to the counter, and this is, like, the second time we've done this, where, remember the last time I was like, oh, can I have, I don't remember what I asked for, but I got the completely wrong thing, and I wasn't. Oh, yeah, we were looking at one kind of, like, sirloin steak, and you said something, and he got us this other kind. And we, I wasn't going to correct wasn't him. Which was a problem, but, like, the, the one that we ended up getting was, like, ten times bigger <laughs> than the one we were looking at. And, and we're I also, like, I was like, oh, crap, we're not going to, right, and we're well, not, we're not I, ever going to be like, no, 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 that's not the right yeah, one. We're so just going to like, take the L, and that's it. Oh, yeah, I was like, fuck it. That's yeah, what we're getting. Right. That's what, so <laughs> it is what it is. That's, so we also don't know how to act. We're, like, misfits. So I go up to the guy and I'm like, and you know, they, they got to, they have lines. They got to make it quick. They don't want any nonsense. They want you to know what you're supposed to get. And that's it. So I said, can I have a pound of beef stew meat? Right. I don't, and I don't know where a pound came from. I think I just panicked I and mean, it's like normal. Yeah. Know. I don't know. So then I get the, the we story mean, is going on for way we, too we long. Get, we get deli meat. We that, had, yeah, that's, that's the typical, problem. You know, it's typical, you know, you get a pound. Right. But, you know, this so, is, he gives it to us, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, wait, this is like... It's the size of, like, a teacup I'm Yorkie. Like, I'm like, I it's can, the tiniest. I can eat this by, like, the amount of meat here, I can eat this by myself. It is we, we need to get more. So we're both just in line still, staring at each other, going, do we ask for more? Like, yes. what do we do? And you go, we can make this work, and I'm like, we can uh, yeah, because at this point I was like, we got to get out of here now. We've been here for too long. We're just standing there and the guy's looking at us. We're looking at him and he like moves on to somebody else and he like looks back at me and I'm like, excuse me, can I, can I have another pound? And you could just tell he was like, fucking, are you kidding me? <laughs> so anyway, that was strike one. Then we get to ShopRite. Strike two is coming. And then I swear we're going to move on. Um, we always pre-order our cold cuts because that... There, that's the Hunger Games. That line, the deli line at Shoprite, is where people's hopes and dreams go to die. It is so unorganized. No matter how many people are there, it could be two people, it could be fifty people. Everybody's everywhere. Everybody's in a rush. You've got people who who look like they haven't stepped out of their house since 1987. This is their first time in a grocery store in you know 35 years. They are lost. And there's us. We're ready. We pre-order our our deli stuff. And it goes into this cute little basket, and we pick it up, and we bypass the whole line. Shout out to uh, to Bonnie, actually, who who told me about that a couple of years ago. I thought you always just had to go pick a number, and she was like, you do not. So so thanks to her for that. 
Ow. Did you hear that? Ow. Just hit my leg so hard. Um, so we're in a different location today. We're at our, our kitchen table. This is very exciting. Um, so anyway, for whatever reason, I don't even know what happened. It, it never went through. The order didn't go through. We're waiting no, they there. Were, they were just slammed. Yeah, there were a lot of people. We waited there for 30 minutes, basically. We, like, ran through all of our other sh- our, our shopping list so quick, and then we were we were just spent most of the time standing waiting. I would say we were in ShopRite for about an hour, and I would say 48 minutes of that hour was us oh, no, in, <laughs> in no. the deli line. Yeah, all right, I'm exaggerating. But anyway, we got it, and then I don't. And then the, the we always get the cashier who she's either been at the job for a hundred years or it's their first day. There's no in between. Would you agree? We always get the crotchety people who who can't be bothered. What? A nice word. Yeah. Or the guy, you know, Timmy, who's been there for three three hours and he's got no idea what's going on. This time we got the lady who couldn't be bothered with us. She was about to go on break. Did you hear her say it to the other girl? She's like, it's my break. So she's... No, the other girl came up to her and said, I'm going on break. Why this girl even needed to come up to our cashier and say that to her is beyond me. Like, just like... She makes the rules. Like, just just pay attention to what you're doing. (laughs) So she just... We have our own bags. We're we're eco-friendly up in here. We have our own bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eco-friendly. I don't like plastic <laughs> bags. Like, you're on board with it now. Well, I gotta be. You have to be. What else am I gonna do? So, we have our own bags. We're ready to bag our own groceries. And she's just not sending the groceries down the line. And we're just waiting there. Like, two dunces. Like, two dum-dums. And we don't... And she's just talking to the other girl. And... Uh, you're like, don't put me in that situation where I need you to... You have to t- ask her. I have to ask I was you shocked to, like, that you did send that. send the groceries down. I'm like, what, what, why you, do what did you say? Can you move the... What did you no, say? I said, I said, you can send them down. Mm. I'm like, uh, why do I you? thought you said, can you send them down? And I was like, whoa. No, I said, Either you way. You can send them down. You like, can the send them down. the most polite voice I could possibly dig up because... Like, can you, like, can you tell me what your most polite voice is? No, you'd have to come to work with me. And you'd have to see me talk. I don't know if I've ever heard your most polite voice. Is it like the customer service voice that people talk about? How like your voice changes? It has to be because people would like, they'd be calling up my company and being like, yo, don't ever send this guy back out here. He's a fucking asshole. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus. Well, I married that. So, which brings us to our topic. Okay. So the whole point of this story was just that like, we're always in a situation. We're always in a situation, but like, what do we do to deserve it? That's, I, that's thing, the problem. You know? Like, like I, I always maybe go. It's because we talk about it so much that we're always maybe, put in these situations. Maybe so we, just we keep like getting, manifest it out. We keep getting put back into. The, what do you think the worst experience was? Was it Endgame? What do you think that was the worst? Oh my god! Or I try to like forget that. Or was it the time that we went out to dinner and it was that like communal seating and the guy next to us was like, "What are you eating there? What do you?" Which remember when we went to Old that? Glory? And we and you won't ever go there with me again because that of that. Was, that was miserable. That was a long time. But do, ago. that was like six years ago, maybe five. Do you remember that? Yeah, no. I is that the worst time or is Endgame the worst time? That one was bad because the restaurant was bad because we also was but, that the time that we had the reservation. Oh my God! Yes. And they were like. They they lost our reservation. That's a story. They remember that, remember a they story. turned around from us to like whisper yeah, to was, each other. We were like, "Hey, what are you talking saying, about?" Saying like, "Holy shit, I forgot about these person's reservation," but they're standing right behind me, and I don't know how to. It was them so and, obvious. I don't know how to fix them and tell them that I forgot it. So it's I'm always gonna, so. Like, that's it. We're always in a situation, but the worst was Endgame. We Frank and I. Well, Frank is obsessed with um, Marvel, and I by proxy am as well. 
but you we were looking forward to seeing that movie for well, yeah, forever. Course. But yeah, we go and it, but this is this, it's like every movie. But this of course was like, you know, hype movie whatever. Everybody who's going is is going to be crazy. But I and we sat we sat down next to probably the worst people in the movie theater. We sat next to, down next to a lady who I don't know if she was by herself or not. I think she I think might she have been. With, no, she was with her husband. Oh, the guy was fine. I mean, he got hyped when it was you know appropriate. Guess, yeah, but this this woman, did, but like you know, ba- she spoke the entire time. Like she was she was hyping up scenes. Oh my god! Like, no, what? I'm, That's so crazy! I'm like we're not in your living and room. And I'm like watching this. Remember, she was like, "Oh yeah, uh huh." It was literally like, "Yeah, get that, get that, yeah, yeah, yeah." Boom, uh, boom, boom. Yeah. I'm like, what are we doing? She, doing? like, was clapping and screaming, and I'm like, okay. I'm excited, too. Yeah, but this movie's three hours long. You can't do this the entire yeah, time. That shit the whole time. So, yeah. anyway, the point is, we're always in these situations. We don't deserve it. We, like, I would I like mean, to we think could, we're, yeah, we're we nice could, people. We could go on and on. We have... This could be a whole episode. And I'm, sure pe- I'm sure plenty of other people can... Can relate to it. Yeah. Maybe it's not just us. Maybe we can start a support group. Yeah. And that's the thing. I, I had hope, to stop. Well, pre-pandemic, us. before the pandemic, all that stuff. I, we had a serious conversation about the fact that we can't go to the movies anymore. Oh yeah, the movies. I have an issue. A huge thing. But then we switched it up. We tried to, you know, we did the. You'll get the end seat. And yeah. I'll, I'll take the blow and at least sit next to somebody who's like so, chomping on their food. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. If you know me on a personal level, you know that I cannot, 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 cannot handle anybody who chews loudly it is something that like to my core i can't i cannot like deal with it by any means it's an immediate like non-negotiable if you are chewing loudly and i'm in the same room with you i have to leave i think there's like a, a term for it but i don't know what it is um right but when we would go to the movies either the per you know people are snacking but people in movie theaters are snacking like they're going to the electric chair. Like, it's a constant, like, this is my last meal. I'm going to put 77 popcorn kernels in my mouth at the same time while also slurping on a soda. And I just can't do it. I can't yeah. handle it. I could take that to an extent. I can't. It's just the, it's just the talking during the movie that, that really friggin' blows my mind. So we had to just kind of stop going to movies because I would get so well, distracted by yeah, the took- chewing... That I couldn't enjoy the movie. I feel like we did take a break, but now that since we haven't been to a movie, we haven't been to a movie theater in forever. I can't even really. And you know what else is annoying? When they would like they're unwrapping whatever candy they bought and that plastic wrap around it, and they're just for forty five minutes. Like throw it away, throw it away. Why are you still holding on to it? Throw it away. People are so oblivious. Yeah, and that's the thing. I just maybe we're too aware that. Well, that's yeah. That we need to learn. Well, you said to me. We were walking out of shop right today, and I saw something that bothered me. And you said, you know, <laughs> you just have to realize it's so much easier to not care. Yeah. And I just, I'm not built that way. Mm-hmm. Which actually brings us to our point of, of today, after all this, you know, nonsense. So I thought it would be interesting to kind of have this conversation, and we've been talking about it for a little while, of... Kind of the almost, I don't know, the dynamic of our relationship is very interesting in the sense that we are absolutely opposites um, in many ways. I think, you know, introvert versus extrovert, um, calm. I don't even know what those words mean. Yes, you do. 
You're introverted. I'm extroverted. Yeah, but I've never used it to describe myself. Okay, fine. You're more shy. I'm more outgoing. Is that fair? Simple. I okay, like that. great. Much better. All right. So that, and you know, you're more calm, where I am not. Um, you're more like even keeled. Nothing kind of bothers you. Go with the flow. And I need to know what's going on at all times. Mm. I don't like. What is that pillow that uh, upstairs that my dad gave me? Says, if as, everything goes my way or something, it's, it's fine. Or it or says, I'm, as long as everything goes exactly the way I plan yeah, it, yeah, yeah. or exactly the way I, I'm plan, I planned it, I'm totally flexible. Um, uh, yeah. I just can't, I can't do anything like willy-nilly. So we, you know, we're pretty aware of that in our relationship. But one thing that I think is very interesting is the fact that I'm somebody who deals with like a tremendous amount of anxiety and you not really being someone who deals with anxiety besides like I think your general like anxiousness over situations or like Sunday scaries things like that but not to the point of where it's kind of debilitating like it is for me um so I thought we'd have a conversation about kind of what that's like in our marriage and and how it's well I guess before our marriage you know these past seven years what it's kind of done for our relationship and kind of how we we navigate through it together what do you think? Together. <laughs> so I think it's also worth saying in this relationship, um, we have you who is kind of just like sailing through. You don't have any issues, any, but you see for free. You don't need glasses. You are, you, you don't have problems with like allergies, uh, asthma, you don't have trouble sleeping. You are kind of just coasting yeah, through. Like, there's no, like, headaches, I guess. You get nothing. Like, After you eat a meal, you're fine. After, Meanwhile, back at the ranch... Yeah, I, eat, I eat a meal, I burp, and I'm like, you're, all right. You're, yeah, yeah, you're, you're great. Good. Meanwhile, <laughs> me, I've got everything. I have uh, asthma. I've got allergies. I've got acid reflux. I have glasses, contacts. I don't see for free. I have to wear... (laughs) I have to wear a mouth guard at night because I... (laughs) Because I lock my jaw. I just clench my teeth when I'm sleeping. What else is going on? I've got... You eat a meal, you'll feel good. I I eat a meal. I don't feel well for three to five business days. I have so many fucking issues. (laughs) And then there's you that's just like, huh, I wake up feeling fine. Oh, I have chronic migraines, headaches. I get nauseous when I just turn my my body the wrong way in the kitchen. I've got back problems. I have everything. You? All right, my back hurts you sometimes. Have, yeah, you, sometimes you get a little little backache when you lean too too far. And then you what? You put a heating pad on it for, for 30 minutes and you're ready to go. Yeah. Me? In bed for a week. <laughs> It's fucking bullshit. It's, it's literally the most frustrating thing because I am convinced that when we first started dating, you thought I was making all of it up. Just like being dramatic. Well, sometimes when you would, when we would eat, I felt like we had like a normal meal and you'd be like, oh my God, my stomach is killing me. And I'm like, I don't get it. We ate the same amount of food. You had a cracker. And I'm like, what, what's going on? How is this happening like every time? Every time. Every effing time. So I just have the most... And you have nothing. And it's it's very frustrating. And that bleeds into, obviously, this conversation of I'm somebody who has a lot of anxiety and you are just kind of like here for the ride. So I figured it would be interesting 
to talk about your perspective of this relationship with me with anxiety because you're not somebody who is like, you know, dealing with it, you know, in real time like I am. It's just like you're like an outsider looking in, so to speak. Would that be fair to say? Yeah. I get it. I'm, you know, I'm not an outsider. No, I don't, no. I don't, well, you're, you're not, you don't have the anxiety. You're like no, a witness to it. A bystander, if you will. Sure. So, I mean, what is... Well, I mean... Go ahead. Anxiety... Uh, you didn't you know, really think thing, it was a thing. The thing, yeah. I mean, you told me about how you, you know, you, you know, you get really anxious and stuff when we first started dating. And I, honestly, I had no idea what you were even talking about. <laughs> Well, to be fair, we were like five minutes into our relationship, and I was like, hey, I'm just going to put this out there now so you have the chance to, like, do with this information what you will. Right, yeah, and I, I was like, okay, you know, I don't... Did you think of it as, like, just getting nervous? Like, someone who just gets I nervous? I guess, yeah, that, or yeah. Like maybe, like, overwhelmed, and I was like, okay, I get overwhelmed sometimes, too, at work, you know, whatever, but... Right. And so I didn't really think... <clears throat> I didn't really know anything about it, so I just was kind of like, all right, you know, cool. Uh, you know, I'll deal with that, you know, when if I have to deal with it. You <laughs> and know. little did you know. So I think I mean, it's been it's been a wild well, ride. Yeah, obviously since then, you know, my my overall, you know Outlook. Outlook of, you know, you being anxious or having anxiety has obviously changed, like, you know, because now obviously I understand it more, I understand, you know, what it does to you and Yeah. You know. So what do you think that, um, so like, let's say like certain situations where you can see that I'm getting anxious or that I, I am anxious. Like what yeah, is, what's, I mean, what goes through your mind? Well, the, back in, back when we first started dating, I mean, there was, there would be things that would make you anxious that I wouldn't pick up on like at all because like it was just, it would like be what? like a, well, it would even be like a normal conversation if it was, you know, with, with your parents, you know, you have with your parents or something that just didn't like, I don't know that didn't just like sit right with you that I looked at if I was there or you told me about it, whatever the case was <clears throat> that I would look at and be like, well, that's just, you were just having a conversation with them, but maybe something, you know, I it could be know, anything. Some, yeah. Something, either your mom, or your dad said, whatever the case was, it was just something that didn't sit right with you and, and it made you, you know, like look Spiral. into it and just like, you know, like, Oh, what if this, what if that, why was he, why did he say it like this? Did he really, you know, something, Yeah. I was just like, but no, dude. Like, but nothing happened. Just, you guys, were, it was just like, no, you just, you guys were just talking. And like back then I, I didn't, you know, see it as much, you know, <clears throat> but now, you know, like I could see things a little bit. Like I, I can, I'll. I'll what, you can like see it coming? Yeah. What were you going to say? Go ahead. No, no, no. Like there was just, <laughs> just recently you were watching your parents talk and I saw you like, you know, starting <laughs> to like. You know, rub your your hands together. That's like the telltale like, sign. And I was like, oh boy. And then we got in the car later, and he said, like, I'm feeling really like, you anxious. know, anxious. And I was like, and like I knew why. And I was like, why? And, you know, I don't know. I just you know the the you know the way they're the way they were talking, talking to each yeah. other. I was like, but it was no big deal. Like they talk. That's like you know they were having a conversation. It doesn't matter it was, though. You know, it's and that's the thing. It doesn't have to make sense. And I think that's the most frustrating yeah, part. It doesn't even have to be, nothing happened. So I think about... I mean, that's the biggest thing why, uh, you know, I, I don't understand it. And then, like, I, at least, like, 
you know, it, it confuses me all the same. You know, it's it's tough to to look at you, you know, get this way and get yourself worked up in these situations that I'll see and I'll just be like, but you know, and I'm trying to talk you down from it. It's just like it's just like this is nothing. This is no big deal, you know. And it's 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 hard because like I feel like you know. I feel helpless in that situation. I was just going to say, do you feel helpless? Yeah, it's it's all the time. Like, I mean, like, what, what, you know, what am I supposed to do? I mean, I wish I could, like, pry open your head and just, like, <laughs> be like, this is, you know, fix those, those wires. <laughs> you just had, just, like, a like, wrench? Is that what that was? Just, like, fix those those <laughs> wires that are making you, like, you know, think that something is wrong in, a in like, you know. I know. A scenario when, you know. Well, I think it's funny. You said you saw me rubbing my hands together. I thought that I was getting better at that. There was a time where, for me, the the way that my anxiety, like, manifests itself is, like, physically. So, like, I get really fidgety. I, you know, I I get nervous. I can, I don't sit still. And one big thing that I I used to do a lot more was I used to, like, pinch and move my yeah, my yeah, hands. Yeah. I used to like pinch my skin on my hands and my and like move my fingers and like just like rip apart my hands to the point where like they would be like red and irritated. You, yeah, no, you've you've I've cut back on that a lot. Way better with the way you like when you start to get anxious. The you know. Thanks therapy. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Like I used to. But I remember rip we, apart if my you hands were, if you were feeling um, anxious or something. Oh, I remember I'm just getting like flashes of yeah. like us driving or something and I remember you'd be like pinching your hands and I would just grab your hands and I'd be like, What's the matter? Like and this was early on. Yeah. And I remember you wouldn't even want to tell me because you know. Well, I think there's some shame, you know, wrapped in it. Because I think part of when you have anxiety, a piece of you, no matter how big or small, I think it depends on on the person, you know it's irrational. You know that it's not something that you're like like, you can at least say to yourself, whether it's in the moment or after it, like, well, that really wasn't a big deal. Or, like, I, I know that I'm not thinking this, thinking through this in a clear way. Like, but the the thought is so consuming that any, like, rational thought is not going to be something that makes sense in the moment. Like, you can't be in the middle of having, you know, an anxious moment or a panic attack or whatever and go, well, there's there's nothing really going on here. Like, it's so consuming in that moment. And the only way to, like you know, try to deal with it is you're not ready to talk about it yet. So you have to do something to distract yourself. And for me, that was like ripping apart my fingers and my hands, which I've gotten so much better at. I think, I think it depends on the situation too. When it comes to like, when it comes to, um, like conversations where I'm feeling anxious, like with my parents, they are, you know, the way that they talk to each other is the way that they talk to each other. And it could be in a joking way. It can be, you know, it can be something serious. But, like, I think for me, I have a problem with, no matter who it is, but especially my parents, because they're my parents, I consume a lot of their energy. Yeah, it's it's especially, like when, it could even be, like, a random person. You'll see somebody just getting, up, uh, you feel bad <laughs> for, like, way too many people. I mean, obviously, Strangers. More, more, more so for your family, but... You know, you'll get this like, this feeling of of sadness when you, you see somebody just like just like you know just feeling helpless out there, and you're like, oh, but like, it's like it's not your problem. Just let, let it doesn't it go. matter. Just, As anybody, anybody who's alone, out or, or like, yeah. I remember when we were in Costco and that guy was yelling at that other person, and I wanted to get involved. Like, 
that's I, I just have to consume. I, I do a lot of work in therapy, actually, with learning to stop consuming other people's like issues and their energy. Like it's I, I don't know what it is. I think it's like being somebody who's very empathetic, yeah. but it also causes anxiety. Like that's a huge thing when you start when you see, you know, somebody talking <clears throat> a certain way to somebody and, and it's, you know, it's making that person upset. You're all of a sudden getting upset for them. But it's like not my problem. Yeah. And then, then that's when you start to feel, you know, your your anxiousness. And is that a word? Anxiousness? Yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> Are you thinking about when we got my dad those tickets? To the, um, when he drove the, the Ferrari and I started crying. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is like a, this is perfect example because nothing was wrong. So we got my dad these tickets. My brother. This me, was an awesome gift. This was an awesome gift. We got my, we got, as a family, we got my dad a birthday gift of um, driving a Ferrari around a racetrack. So we go to the racetrack to watch this. Now, I don't know what's wrong with me in this sense. Like, this is something that has always bothered me even when I was a kid. And I can't even put my finger on what the actual issue is. So my dad got, he had to separate from us, the family, because he had to go take like that, like crash course in driving a fast car, whatever. It was like in this tent at the racetrack. And he comes out of the tent with a group of people who are also going to be driving these cars. He's just standing in line, and he had this pass, like, around his neck to show, like, what kind of car he was driving or whatever the case was. Oh, and yeah, there was just, like, two separate lines. There was lines. two lines. He was supposed to go in one line. He just didn't hear which line he was supposed to go in, so he was looking at his pass trying to figure out what... He was looking at his pass trying to figure out which line he was supposed to be in. He showed the pass to the guy who worked there. I, nothing happened, but I didn't like the exchange, exchange between them. And my dad just looked like a little kid at the, at the first day of kindergarten whose mom left and he's got his lunchbox and his backpack. He had none of those things. And he just looked like a little kid and I lost my mind. I was standing with you and my mom and Dominic and Athena, my brother and sister-in-law, and I just said, I will be right back. And I turned around and I walked like, I don't know, a hundred feet away and just cried. Now this is pandemic. So I had a mask on and I thought I was being stealthy. Nobody knew I was crying. Sunglasses, whatever. Nope. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Not stealthy. You come over and my brother. Now my brother knows this, this like sign right away. He's like, I know exactly what's going on here. And he's like, nothing's wrong. Nothing happened. Nothing's wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> like, just literally like crying. Like, like five seconds after you walked away, like he was in the right line and he was right. He was where totally he, fine. He was right he was where totally he was supposed fine. to be talking to another guy, making friends or something. <laughs> like it was, he was, it was all good. Like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And you came over and, I'm, and you're like, what? Yeah, like, I I, just crying. And I couldn't, couldn't get it together. It's a huge problem that I have. But that actually, you know, that empathetic bleeding heart is also the root of a lot of anxiety too. So I pick up on a lot of, you know, energy, whether it's something that I, you know, good or bad. And that is a huge, it's becoming a huge problem because it makes me kind of spiral. Just like, you know, one other example, the other day when your sister was here and we were having that conversation about her bachelorette party and I let her know, you know, oh, yeah, we're, we're trying to plan it or whatever. And I, like, gave her too much information. And 
I immediately just felt guilty that like I told her that, it, you know, we were all trying to like find a date that worked, you know, like you're not really supposed to let the bride know that there's any, you know, conflicts or whatever. And your sister was totally fine. She was like, no, you know, it's fine. I'm going to, you know, I'll talk to them, whatever. And I was like, no, no, wait, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I should. And I like, I, I had to like, I don't know. It took me hours. She left and it took me hours to come down from that anxiousness. Yeah, like you kept bringing up, I shouldn't have said anything to her. I shouldn't have said anything to your sister. And I was like, well, I was like, it doesn't matter. You guys, are, you know, you guys are all going to go on this trip. And she obviously knows where you're going. It's not like it's a no, exactly. like surprise. It's not the like only it's- thing, you know, she wanted to know if it, if it was difficult to, you know, solidify a date. And at it's, that point it was. It's difficult to get a group of girls on in a summer weekend, a summer right. weekend, especially after they had to postpone a whole year's worth of uh, stuff, stuff. Yeah. Into the, I said, I, but that's any. It any, didn't matter. Any group it didn't of matter. Friends, I, you know? I I couldn't. I think that whole rest of that was last week. All that of Sunday weird. night, I was a, I was a wreck. I was a wreck, and I was like gonna text her a million times, and I didn't. I kept like fighting the urge, and it was just a mess. So anyway, I hope this painted a, a vivid picture of my instability but um can you think back to like one of the first times that you saw me truly like have that panic attack and like what what was that like for you I don't know if I can like grab like the first time like I was saying before you know when we um first started dating when I'd be able to when I would tell that, you know, something was wrong, you'd be, like, you know, rubbing your hands together and stuff like that. Um, I just remember, you know, it was... And, like, now I feel bad saying it because I used to get... I used to get, like... I, I would get a little mad because, like, I... I, I didn't, you know... and I, It kind of sucks because I can't remember, like, the actual, like, something that actually happened. That, That's fine. That put you in the, in the anxious state. But, like, I, I remember when it would first... You know, first couple times something would happen, I'd be like, I don't, I like, I don't get this. Like, why are you in this? Like, I, I would, th- I would think it was a mood. I would think it was like a mood. Like you were just in a okay. shitty mood or something. <laughs> and I'd be like, why? Like, nothing, nothing's wrong. Like, you know, we, you know, whatever it was, and that's how I was for a little bit. You know, yeah. when we first started, and and you know, as time went by, you know, I, I obviously, I didn't, get, I, I, I started to understand things more, and you know. But yeah, it's it. Yeah, I'd get I'd get mad and I'd be like, I don't get it. And then it would take you, you know, a while to ever like, you know, come back. And I'd be like, I, I think I was it was just, frustrating I, for I was, you. I was, yeah, I was I was mad because I didn't get it. I was mad I couldn't do anything to even like you know, you know, get, you know, come back quicker or just you know, make it real, make you realize that. No, there's nothing wrong. So I was like, this is, you know, what, what what the hell's going on, you know? Yeah. So. And I think also the problem, you know, from my point of view is like, I knew that you didn't understand. So it was that much harder for me to, to vocalize like what I was feeling because you didn't understand it. So if I could say, oh, I'm yeah. just feeling overwhelmed, you'd be like, but why? Like, yeah. and that made me more anxious. So I think it was just like a ripple effect. And it took a long time for us to be able to like, or at least for me personally, to be able to like communicate with you yeah, yeah, yeah. and convey this is what I'm feeling and I need you to understand you know I'm just feeling anxious and I and I think yeah, I've I'd gotten like, I'd, you, you, were, you would say um, 
Yeah, I'd ask, but why? And you'd be like, I don't know. I don't why. know. And I'd be like, well, uh, you yeah. Know? <laughs> well, and I think <laughs> I'd be with my hands in the right, air. I don't get and it, I think you know? with time, I've been able to identify the why. I think I'm getting a lot better of being like, this is why I'm anxious. And I can even say, no, you absolutely this yeah. is why I'm anxious yeah. and I know it's not important. Or this is why I'm anxious and it absolutely makes sense. Like there's times where I, I feel justified in that anxiety. And sometimes where I'm like, I don't know why I'm anxious because I know it's for this stupid reason, but it doesn't matter. Like the other day where I was like, I'm having a lot of anxiety. And you were like, why? I think it was Friday or Thursday. And I was like, I have all this grading to do and I have to get it done. And I, I should have done it today at work. Oh, it was Wednesday. It was last Wednesday. It was I, when you got that email that you that all the kids were coming back. Right. So I got an email. We got an email as a district that uh, we were going to be opening up, you know, five days a week for for all students instead of kind of like whatever. It doesn't matter. It, it's it's going to be a little crazy. That's fine. I got that email paired with on Wednesday, I decided to like have a little bit of a self-care moment in, in the late afternoon, early evening. And instead of sit down after my work day was over and get, you know, more work done, I decided, no, I'm going to watch a movie that I've wanted to watch for a really long time that I never got the chance to watch. And I, I'm so glad that I did it. You know, I, I sat down, I watched this movie. I never, I never do that. But immediately after, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I, you know, gave that two hours for myself. As soon as the movie was over, I'm like, I could have spent that two hours, you know, working on this assignment. I could have spent that two hours grading, you know, X, Y, Z. I could have done, I could have caught up on emails. And immediately it was just this like guilt and shame. And then it was anxiety of like, oh my God, I'm, I'm so backed up on all the work I have to do. Why did I spend the time doing that? Unfortunately for you, you come home from work to that because you came home from work and I was already like, and and I and I know that can't be easy for you either um so it's it's conditional it's like some days I'm able to say I'm justified in feeling this way and other days it's like who cares that you watched a two-hour movie but like the world kept turning you got your work done it's fine so I can understand the frustration even now from you know from your perspective of like it's okay it's all right that you wanted to watch a movie instead of do your work um, some things like that, you know, when it's, when it's a, when it's a real situation, <clears throat> my, there's really, I don't, I don't get mad <clears throat> like I used to. Yeah. But when it comes to something like that, where you get wound up because you, you, you know, you, you decided to relax <laughs> for a day, well, whatever the case is, I think that, it's, I that's I, when I'm like, dude, like, come, come on. on, like you, you're allowed to sit on the couch and watch a movie right? one afternoon. Yeah. You know? Well, I think it's also worth mentioning that in our life, I don't know how to relax. And I think that's a big problem for you as somebody who sees it. Um, would you say it's a problem? Because I think it, it feels like a problem on your end. What do you mean? Like, like, you, I think you have, you feel a certain way about the fact that I can't relax. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you should. Like yesterday. You you deserve to relax. (laughs) Well, thanks. But I don't, and that's the problem. So we've, I've actually done a lot, I've done a lot of, um, like work with this, you know, kind of figuring out. The way that my brain works is that I don't allow myself to relax until I've earned it. And that's that's stupid because 
it, was it yesterday? Oh, it that was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, when, yeah, when, when I was flipping it. When, when you, you felt were... the need to like start doing <laughs> chores around the house, but I was like, nah. I told you we're gonna eat breakfast, drink coffee, and watch TV this morning. But you're like, eh, maybe I'll just start doing all this shit around the house. So. And then you just kept doing stuff. <laughs> you got to the point where you did so much stuff. I'm ready to watch TV, and you're about to sit on the couch, and now you're like, you're, you. you <laughs> You're, like, looking around the house, like, what else can I do? My what eyes were darting everywhere. And at this point, I'm like, all right, now I'm pissed. Because now you didn't need to do the stuff that you already did. And now you're looking to do more stuff. So, I, I mean, I jokingly said I'm going to get mad at you if you could, if you don't sit down. He's like, sit down. But I was dead-ass going to get mad at you if you, <laughs> you don't sit down. So, it's also, like, okay, so, like I was saying, I... I, I, my therapist has, has, I mean, I'm keeping her lights on in her house. Like I, she's getting her money's worth with me. Um, she said to me the other day, I want you to just relax. Even if you have things to do, like, even if there's a list of things to do, you need to kind of ignore it. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could do that. And she was like, you don't have to earn your relaxation. And she was saying, you know, you have to kind of switch your mindset of like, oh, instead of being like, I have to do X, Y, Z, you can, you have to be able to say, I choose to do X, Y, Z, or I choose not to do X, Y, Z. And I was, and that's a struggle for me because I, so yesterday, like you said, we had an, we are watching, um, we're currently watching the show Prison Break. We're a little late to the game, but we are chugging along through Prison Break. We're on season three. And it's quite an investment of time. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. <laughs> We're not loving it. For a while, but... So I think the problem is, when Prison Break came out, it was like cutting edge in 2005, right? Like, oh my god, amazing. Now that you're watching it in 2021, it's very easy to, like, pick up on, like, the corniness of some of it. And, like, it's just... It also doesn't help that, like, Wentworth Miller, the main character, uh, that's his real name, his yeah, name yeah. on the show is um, Michael. He's got the emotions of a friggin' robot. Everything. He's happy. He's sad. He's frustrated. He's, you know, angry. Blank face. He's trying too hard. It's, it's... Yeah, it's like, eh, crack, crack a smile. And when they laugh, it's, like, mechanical. Anyway, so we're chugging along, and we decided in order to you know, expedite the process of finishing the show. We were going to watch it on Saturday mornings, you know, while we drink coffee. And I was fully prepared to do that yesterday morning. However, my brain had other things in mind. I sit down, we watch one episode. Did we only watch one or did we watch we two? Watched two? We but watched two. But watched okay, so one, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, wait, now I'm going to do it. So blah, while blah, blah, we were blah, watching... Blah, and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> right, so while we were watching... The first episode, I'm watching, but I'm also making a list in my head of all the things that I have to do after the episode. So I'm like, I want to unload the dishwasher. I want to hand wash the blender. I want to wipe off the counters because I had made bacon and the splatter was there. I want to put away my laundry that's upstairs. I need to make the bed. I need to, you know, it, it was just like the list kept going and going and going and going. Which was like all things that could wait. Oh, they could have 100% wait. You know, like the house wasn't going to burn down if you didn't wash the dishes in the sink or something Yeah, but like, like dishes in the sink? Oh, God. Yeah, I, no, it sucks, but like it's a thing that doesn't, it's not like, I know, you know. I know, I know. So life or death. Right. So after that first episode was over, I did all of those things and I was like, all right, now I'm ready to watch a second one. I think like an hour had had gone by. And like then when that episode ended, I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. And then after that, you know, it just became this like spiral. And 
you got. No, I don't think you did anything after that because I made it. I think I made it clear that you weren't gonna do anything after that. Yeah, it's, that feels right. But yeah, but then we like made lunch and well, yeah, yeah, it was just like I just don't know how to sit still. And even today, like today, you know, I I'm glad I sat down. I read. That was nice. Well, it's just the point that you get yourself worked up when you decide to sit down when. You know, there, yeah, whatever, there is some stuff to do around the house, but it's not stuff that, like, needs to get done now or else, you know, all hell is freaking <laughs> loose. You know? Right. It's, That's, I think, the biggest struggle with us is, like, in my head, it's, like, now, 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 and you're very much, like, I don't understand why. Like, wh- what's going to happen? And yeah, I, it's just, yeah. like, and it's because I feel, and I'm sure people with, with anxiety can relate to this, like, that you, you have to earn your rest. How long have we been living in this house for? It'll be three years in December. I've had stuff on my to-do <laughs> list. I'm doing air quotes right now. <laughs> my to-do list since the day we moved in. Like what? You think they're done? Like what? I just, you know, fix up some oh, molding, the molding or like, right. you know, something in the bathroom, you know, something <laughs> like that. Just like, you know, something to keep me busy. Three years. <laughs> Whatever. I'll get to it. Meanwhile, I'm like, good. <laughs> I have to do it right now. No, I, I get it. I do understand it. It's just in my head, like to me, the ultimate relaxation is like on the couch, good cup of coffee and a book. Yeah, I don't allow myself to do that. And you should be able to do that whenever you want to. Yeah, that's really... Even today, after we got home from the store, um, it was hitting the ground running. We put away the groceries. We ate lunch. I was like, all right, I'm going to get my work done. Then we're going to record this episode. Then after that, I'm going to do this. And I went for a walk. And, you well, know, there's... I mean, that, that, that's... That's what... I mean, that's like, you know, you got to get your work done. Well, Yeah. You know, in this episode, I see is more of like a fun thing to do. So it's not. Oh yeah, like, I'm having I'm having a blast. Yeah, it's not like oh, we gotta do this. Having a blast talking about all the all the stuff going on in my head. Hi, Buck. Good morning. Yeesh. Oh, I know. <laughs> He's anyway. just. Ugh. He's fine. He's the cutest dog on earth. I'll fight somebody over this. Sorry, we're just staring at him. Yeah, he just kind of like rolled over from his nap and he's kind of just like licking his lips. It's, and, and it's just so gross. It it, just... And I think I've talked about this before, but like the sound of a dog licking, that can wake you up out of the, out of a coma. And it's just like, why are you doing that? Why? Look at him. He's just... <laughs> Dominic sent me a picture before of him and Bucky. And I was like, I sent you this picture. Why are you sending it to me? He's that's like, I don't know. Cool. I just funny. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's his best friend, um, but yeah, and I think I think the the other way that anxiety affects me, and a way in which you can't understand where are you going? That's it. You, no, you, that's it. You're leaving. I have to pick up my gallon jug of oh water. Oh my god! No, that's not, that's my, not a gallon. That's 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 a ton. Water. That's gonna come in so clearly. It's gonna sound like you're peeing. No, it's just water. <laughs> Don't worry, listeners. This is just water. So Frank has this like industrial water bottle. Maybe I'll post a picture of it. Um, it literally looks like a fire hydrant. Yeah, shout out to Dom for getting it for me for cut. Dominic's Costco. got everything. Dominic got us. Well, Dominic got Dominic and Athena got me this microphone. We are using a new microphone. New microphone. So we can. The whole point is that when somebody comes over to record with me, I have like one microphone, and the other one, the one that I was using before, it made you have to sit really close to me. This one is very mobile. Very mobile. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not doing you it. have to do it. I'm not doing you have it. to. You can't say mobile and then not do the movie quote. No, I'm not doing it. Fine. 
Can you at least tell everybody where it's yeah, from? I, I only use the word mobile because Bane said it in Batman. <laughs> I would say three quarters of our marriage or our relationship has been you saying the Dark Knight Rises quotes and then going, what movie? And then I say, who said it? And then I get it wrong, and then you're like, God, you f- unbelievable. <laughs> That's exactly unbelievable. what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just fucking every time. <laughs> what movie? Dark Knight Rises. Who said it? Bane. What scene? I, I don't think fucking like, know yeah, what scene. Like, unbelievable. What I, what I live for is like putting <laughs> movie quotes in my everyday conversation. That's what you live for? It's something that I strive to do. You said, that's what I live for. Yeah, is that a problem? What, yeah, what you live for is inserting movie quotes is, into everyday life? This is my life. Oh, okay. I'll it. be over here if you need me. <laughs> me and Bucky will be uh, just figuring out ways to be worthy of, of what you live for. Okay. Well, this feels like a good place to stop. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, what I was going to say before you, you peed and uh, brought up Sorry, I don't. I don't talk this much. I need to. You need to. I need to stay hydrated. I need to. I know. I'm that's a, so dry. Ooh, my mom. My mom gave me giving me some inside tips about how to make beef stew. She could tell me how to order it. Order the meat. Yeah, right. Um, how, much meat, how much meat? How much meat do you get? Because I told the guy just just a sprinkle, just, just a dash piece, of meat. One piece of. Just one. Help me. I'm poor. What movie? That's bridesmaids. When? In the plane. Who said it? I don't know her name, but it's Kristen Wiig. Like, I don't know her name in the... Unbelievable that you don't know her name. Okay, anyway. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You do? (laughs) Big whoop. All right. So, what I was going to say is that another way that I think anxiety plagues me differently than it does, you know, or something that you can't relate to is with sleeping. You... Rest your head on a pillow, and within 12 seconds, you're out cold. Yeah, sleep has never been a problem for me. And I don't, I don't know when this started there's, for me either, but it, it's become a problem for me. Yeah, there's, there's no, I was just, there's never like a time where I can't sleep. Well, no, that I go to bed, I go to bed. And think about like maybe problems that I'm having during a day or something <laughs> like that. What's that, that like? <clears throat> I mean, it's good, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So for me, when I lay down to go to sleep, where it should be like this restful time, my brain is like, let me sing you the song of my people. And that is when I mean, my, it's like when it get, gets kicked into overdrive. A big thing with you is that you take a lot of your work, you know, oh, home with you. So, All of it. Yeah, well. And I don't mean that because you've been teaching at home, but you... No, no, no. I know what you mean. Like, the problems at work, you you know, you... you, So what is that like for you to see? Like, the work stuff being the... That's tough because how... How I am and how I, you know, how I carry myself with my work, it's when I... When my shift is done and I I get in my car and I go... And I'm going home, that's it, dude. Like, work is behind me and... I wish. If I had a shit day... And, you know, I got to go back into that shit tomorrow. All right, I'll pick it back up at 7 in the morning. So if you're at a job for... But I'm done. If when I'm done at 4, whatever time it is, that's it, I'm done. Uh, And I tell my partner this all the time. When when I know something's coming, I say, no, no, no. That's tomorrow's problem. So... I say, no, (laughs) that's tomorrow's problem. Don't even ask me about it now. So let's... So let me think... Let me ask you. So let's say you're at a job for multiple days. 
right? So like you're at a house or a commercial building for three days. Something goes wrong that first day. You're able to, and you know you're going back the next day to pick up where that left off. Yeah, basically pick up the shit that happened. Yeah, you're like able that, to come home. Yeah, you're like able that. to come home and just like put it away. Uh, yeah. I don't understand I mean, it's, that. It's, I mean, my job is completely different. I mean, well, yeah. I'm obviously able to. You can't do can, anything at all. Now home. that I just had a crap day and like a lot of things went wrong and if I'm going back to the same place tomorrow, like at least now I have like a. I have, like, a plan of attack. Mm-hmm. So at least, like, I'm not, like, you know, going into it, like, you know, without nothing. You know? I, yeah. I, it's just different. My work is different. It's, and, so I think it's just, it's a big part of who I am is how I'm able to just leave everything at you, the job You're like because, that with many parts because, of your life. Yeah, because I don't, I don't want to ever take work home with me because my work is frustrating enough. Yeah, you I, actually you know, get angry when you talk about work too much when you get home. When I've have, seen it. Yeah, when I have you a bad day. You get mad at yourself. Like, I, I don't want to talk about work anymore. Yeah, when I when I have a bad day or something bad happens and I and I need to... Sometimes I need to vent. Yeah, and who I doesn't? To, that's about the extent that I'll bring <clears> to you. <throat> and I'll bring right. to you. But then it gets me all... It gets me even... It gets me worked up all over again. Yeah, like... I'm yelling at myself. I'm like, all right, that's enough of this crap. Yeah, you get mad. And and like, you, it's like the opposite effect of venting. Like, venting is supposed to make you feel better and you, you nah, walk like out I'm, of it like, like, I should have done that. Yeah, it's like I'm reliving the situation that just happened. Right. And I... So, okay, so going back to me with but work... Yeah, so that's that's the thing. I mean, you, you take that home with you and, and then all of a sudden it carries with you when we're ready to go to sleep and, and you're like, no... I have, you know, this problem and it's not, it's obviously not just work. You, you know, you, you just start thinking about other things and yeah. So I've I mean, this... like, like I said, like I leave everything at work and then when I go to bed, I leave everything, you know, like, all right, you're just I'll asleep. Pick, I'm I'll like, just pick everything what is that like? So it's funny. So like, again, going with these ailments, like I have everything, Frank has nothing. We go to bed and like, he just goes into the bed and he's sleeping. I need you know, uh, lavender, um, hand lotion. I need uh, sleep soothing sounds. Yeah. I need no, no phone or screens for like 30 minutes before, but I need a whole routine. And Frank's like, Oh, I'm feeling tired. I'm going to go to bed now. <laughs> Head on the pillow snoring. And I'm like, are you, and I'm like, I need to, I need to wind down four hours before bed. It's, it's very, it's very frustrating. And it's very easy to like get a little resentful of like, I'll hear you just like evenly breathing, sleeping. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Whereas like, so I have this new fun, fun thing that's happening that every night, I'm telling you every single night, I wake up in a panic at 3 a.m. on the dot. If, if it's not three o'clock on the dot, it's anytime between three and 308. It's, it's, it's amazing. And I look, so we have two alarm clocks in our room, one next to Frank and then one on the other side of the bed for me to actually physically get up. So I look at both of them to make sure that I'm like right with the time. So I'll look, I'll look over at yours and it's like three, whatever. And then I look at the one by me and I'm like, are you serious right now? It's the worst um, thing because then I'm like, well, then I'm kind of up for a little while. And it causes me to, to think about, well, why, why am I waking up in this panic? And it's usually either anticipating the next day or thinking about what happened that day or the previous. And it's not always work, but I will say that like, and I think, you know, I've, I've made kind of a promise to myself that I wouldn't ever go into specific detail about, about my job. But I think generally speaking as a teacher, it's understood that you take your work home with you, whether that's thinking about students who are, you know, on your mind, thinking about, you know, the 
the not-so-nice email that you received from someone, thinking about, you know, what the next day is going to be like if you have, a, you know, a, a hectic meeting or you're, you know, you're already on the defense about something. And I think that that's, that's kind of hard to, to, to kind of put away or, or, you know, forget about for, for a while. Um, I've tried to be really good about not allowing myself to be overly consumed by work. I think during this pandemic, I've had to kind of get some thick skin because no matter what you're doing as a teacher, no matter how hard you're working, triple the amount of work you, you normally would be doing, somebody somewhere is calling you lazy. Somebody somewhere is saying, oh, these teachers are just lazy and they don't want to go to work or, you know, oh, you know, just really hateful, negative, nasty things. And I think as a teacher, no matter what, like you're going to feel that personally, even if it's not personally directed toward you. Um, and that's tough to to kind of shove away. Um, and I think, you know, speaking of, you know, when I asked you before about the panic attack, I think back to that, you know, that time when it was my day off and I got an email. I shouldn't have checked my email on my day off, but I did. And I got a really not so nice email from someone and it sent me spiraling. Do you remember the time that I'm talking about where I was crying and I flipped out and I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. That was like a full blown panic attack. Yeah, that was bad. That was at also like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I was like, I was out the door and I was like... You were leaving for work I and... Was, I was literally like one foot out the door. And I was losing my mind. And I was like, Jesus Christ, you know? <laughs> well, you know, without getting specific, I, I received an email that said some not so nice things about me. Um, and somebody from work that was also on the email had text messaged me late the night before and I didn't see it because I was asleep and it said, oh my God, did you read the email? So of course, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I opened up the email on my day off and and I read it and it was horrible. And I had a moment where, you know, Frank was getting ready for work and I, I read the email and I just lost my mind because I was like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to be in a position where people think that they can say things like, you know, I'm a human being. And, and that was, I think, my biggest piece of it was like, I'm a human being. And a lot of that has been lost through, you know, virtual learning as, and, you know, the way in which we communicate with each other. Um, and I flipped out and I was like, I hate this. I, I, I want to quit. And it was not good. And then it, because of timing, you had to kind of just leave me there. Yeah, that was, that was shitty. But so it, was... didn't you give me flowers that day? You came home with flowers? I think you did. Yeah. Yeah. That was sweet. Yeah, you know. That's <laughs> what I do. It's what you do. <laughs> me, meanwhile, these flowers are uh, are dying a little. Frank got me flowers. My for my No, it's not your fault. Oh. For my birthday. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, going back to, you know, anxiety and, and your perspective of it, do you think that you've, like, you know, I think I, I asked you before, like, do you think you've gotten... You, you've said that you got more of an understanding of it. It's not just, you know, feeling nervous or overwhelmed. Do you think you have a better handle of it now? Like, when when you see that it is happening for me? Yeah. I mean, at least I think I do. You know? Well, I think you... I mean, there's yeah. always going to be work that's got to be done on my part. I mean, without a doubt. Like what? No, just like learning and just watching and, you know. I mean, patience is the biggest thing that I could do. 
It's just being, being patient. patient. Yeah. I think. I mean, I that that's what I've learned to do is just be patient with you. We just reassure you that everything is okay. You know. Do you still feel helpless? I mean, yeah, in a sense. I think I'm always gonna feel it yeah. because it's not in my control. Right. It's not something it's that not I, in my control either. No, I know that. I know. I know. I'm not saying, you know, I, no, I, know. I like to be able to. <clears throat> You're a you problem have, solver. I was going to say, if you have something wrong with you, I like to be able to say, hey, I could fix it. This is what you got to do. And then, you know, like that, you know, you should be good. But, do you think that's you feeling protective? Like you yeah. don't want to see me in pain? Well, yeah, of course. I mean. Yeah. Of course, I don't want to see my wife in pain, <laughs> but you know, but yeah. I think it's easy. I mean, I think you've dealt with over the past couple of years seeing me in pain and what that looked like for for us. Yeah, and it's 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 just so this is like a different feeling. Yeah, it's in these situations where I can see through it and I could see I could you know this isn't a big deal, you know, and I want to be able to just say like, hey, you know, we're all good here. You don't have to you don't have to get yourself into this hole that you're digging. You know, you're you're all right. Yeah, I think I also try really hard to be tough. And, like, put up this, this, like, wall. And I try to be tough and say, like, nothing's bothering me. And I, I can... I, I think a lot of the times, and I don't mean this to, like, be offensive, but I think sometimes you forget that I am anxious at times or I have anxiety because I'm so good at, like... Sometimes I'm good at just, like, acting like everything's fine. And then that's when it all blows up when I'm like, no, I'm actually, like, you know, having a really hard time. And you're like, well, you didn't tell me. And I'm like, well, I don't... I try to just keep it kind of, like, under wraps. Yeah, that's when, yeah, I, I mean. It's almost, the way that I think about it is, like, when I don't feel well, I don't talk about the fact that I don't feel well. And I think then, like, you know, like, so if, I'm, if I have a headache or if I, my stomach hurts or, you know, I, I feel sick, I think as a, as a woman, we kind of are just like, yeah, well, we still have things to do. So we're still doing stuff around the house. We don't rest, which brings me back to the other point. So I think, you no, know. It doesn't have to be like But that. it's just the way that I'm wired. I know that, so sometimes you'll forget that I don't feel well and you're like, oh, but you're doing X, Y, Z. I'm like, yeah, because I'm not going to sit here and go, I don't feel good, I don't feel well, blah, 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 blah. I think that's the but same that's what, thing yeah, but with that, anxiety where I'm like, it, of course I'm anxious. I just, I'm not going to talk about it all the time. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's, that gets me a little upset because like you should be able to just be like, hey. What, feel, not feeling well or anxious or both? No, both. You yeah. Know, I, I want... I want you, you know, to say, hey, there's something, there's something I don't feel, you know, right. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's... I think you're good at... But if I do say it, I can say it once, and I think you're really good about, like, picking up on that. Well, yeah. Or I could probably even pick it up... Without, without me without saying it? Without saying it. So what are the... Your, you know... What are the telltale signs for you that I'm, I'm having a, an anxious moment? What do you notice, and how do you... How do you yeah. kind of navigate that? Well, you, you, you know, you... You change. Your mood changes a lot. You know, it's the way you start talking and then... What do you mean? I don't know. You just get like, you know... Short? You get shorter with me and then it's like... Then I'm, um, you know, you're, <laughs> you're like, okay. You're like going through your mind like, okay, what was it? What happened? No, yeah. it's I'm like... Well, that's when I take a step back and I'm like, okay, what's going on? You know? Yeah. But it's... Yeah, because I could tell that, you know, you're not being your yourself because I feel like you know you got something else that you're that you're thinking of completely yeah you know so 
That's mostly what I could tell. I could just tell that something else is going on in your in your head. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I think that's the thing. Like I, it's it becomes consuming. It becomes very consuming. Like I can get yeah. a text message or, uh, you know, something, and it immediately. You can get a bad text message or something, and we could be in the middle of having a conversation, and then all of a sudden you're like shut down. And I'm like waiting for you to like answer me back, <laughs> but something just happened and you just read something that made you just start like, you know, thinking 10 different scenarios in your head and it's like. And all the person said was like, hey. <laughs> well, no. No, I know. Yeah. I'm being, I'm, I'm. And I'm like, hey, what are we having for dinner tonight? And now you're all of a sudden like just like staring and it's like, yeah. oh, what's going on, you know? Yeah. I think that for couples who struggle, like, you know one person in the relationship has anxiety and the other person doesn't like what do you do you have any like advice to give as somebody who's not the person with anxiety like me like you like what do i give mm-hmm. to somebody who's the the partner with someone who has anxiety oh you gotta you gotta stay patient with them you yeah know? you gotta you gotta keep your cool don't ever get you know mad at them because they you know are upset or are having, you know, an anxious feeling in them. Did you ever take it personally? Uh, like maybe years ago, like it was hard for you to understand well, it, yeah, so like you I took said, it personally? Yeah, like I said, I said when I used to get mad because I didn't understand it, I would think maybe I'm doing something yeah. wrong. Yeah, I'm sure that and was frustrating. a lot of times I would be like, well, what did I do? You know, are you mad at me? So I was like, I, I don't... You know, I don't get it. Is she mad at me? And then you'd be like, no, you didn't do anything. But the, the, then in my head, I'm like, but she's not telling me what's wrong. So I did something wrong. <laughs> you know? So that's what I always, you know, that's what I was thinking a lot of the times. I was like, she's mad at me. She just doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think now, you know, coming into, it'll be seven years that we're together next month. Is there anything that I can do now, even, you know, even now to help you understand where I'm coming from sometimes? Like, is there still things that I can no. work on with you? I mean, the best thing, I think, is just talking to me. Yeah. Telling me what's going on so I can help you at least, or at least just try to talk to you and just reassure you that everything's okay. Yeah. Even if it doesn't help you. Mm-hmm. At I think... for me, that's, like, the most I could do for you, you know? Yeah, I think that... And, and you know, it's just... I, at least I see it sometimes helping when you get, when you can talk about what's going on in your head. Well, at least mm-hmm. you could, like, talk through it, talk about things like, hey, this is what's going on and I'm freaking out, you know, like this and this and this. And I I mean, maybe it doesn't help you, but I, it's it looks like it helps you when you're able to just, it's, like, talk it through is. the situations yeah. in your head. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I can, I just need to talk it out. There's, and I, that's actually what I was just thinking about. Like Sometimes you need to just hear yourself say Yeah, and be like, oh, right, wow, and then it'll, is... it'll diffuse it for me. Yeah. So there's a few things I think that help me as the person with anxiety that help, that in turn help us. One thing is talking, if, I'm, if I can. If I can say, this is what I'm feeling and this is why. But sometimes you don't have those tools in that moment to do so. So a couple of things that have helped me that in turn help us is like me being able to say to you, I just need a second. Like, I just need a minute. I, you know, I'm having, I'm having a, a moment here and just give me, give me a few minutes. That could literally be yeah, like. that you said to me before and I said, all right. You let me know. And I said, yeah. take a breath. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's been that. 
also just like removing myself from the environment. So like there's been times where I'll feel a certain way, I'll get anxious about, you know, whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk or I'm going to go, you know, do a workout or I'm going to, I have to do something, be active because it, 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 it changes my, like the physiology of me. Um, that has helped. And then also just kind of like writing it out or breathing through it or doing things that you can, you know, actual things that you can do to, I don't know, to, to change your, your mind a little bit. Um, cause there's speaking from my point of view, there's nothing worse than being in the thick of that, that anxiety inducing moment or that panic moment. Like it's very hard to kind of diffuse it. Sometimes you need that other person, which would be you. Like sometimes I need you and sometimes I need me. Um, and it's tough because no matter, and, and I, I think the, the thing that helps the most is talking it out because when you do hear it, you can, you can almost make sense of it in your head and be like, all right, that's probably not that big of a deal, but yeah, it's, you know, what's frustrating. It's different every time. Yeah. It's different every time. And that doesn't help for us. The only thing that we can do is be consistent with the way that we deal with it. I think we've gotten so much better at communicating when I'm in a, you know, in a state of feeling anxious or, or nervous or things are bothering me that I know that are going to cause me anxiety. Sometimes I can get ahead of it in that way. I think what I think, if I can speak for you, the most frustrating thing is that when I get anxious because of someone else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, when it's, you know, it has nothing to do with you. Right. I make, I'm, my problem, one of my problems, there are many, one of my problems is that I make other people's problems my problems. Well, yeah, we talked about that yes. before, yeah. But I think... That's, that's, for that's you, a, that's it's a big issue. problem. That's an issue. I think we, we were just talking about it before. I was like, let these people just live their own oh, shitty yeah. life and just leave, <laughs> leave them to it, you know? I just get so... I don't know. I, I don't know why, but I get so wrapped up in, in other people's problems that I feel like I have... Maybe it's because I feel like I have to fix them. Like, I, I, I'm... Just like how you said you're a problem solver, I am too. And I think that's a big issue with feeling anxious too because it's a problem I can't solve. So, it's easy to help. I like to solve, you know, my own problems or, like, things in front of me. We have enough problems. We don't need other people's problems. I don't don't care about what the hell Joe Schmo on the street's problems are. Yeah. And meanwhile, you'll look at him and you'll be like, oh, man, I think I I need to help him. I, 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 I have issues. I don't know what to tell you. Well, so... And sometimes it it's worthy of helping and sometimes it isn't. Like the post I saw the other day, I saw this post. Um, somebody that I know is a teacher as well. And one of her students, um, they're little, uh, is homeless because of the pandemic. And they were having, you know, a tough time. And all this, you know, family wanted was a desk for, for the, the student. And so what did I do? I... <laughs> I bought a friggin' desk. I called you at work. You're having a bad day at work. And I was like, hi, just want to let you know, I bought a desk and it's, you know, it's not for us. And so that's like, I make other people's problems, my problems, but I was glad to do that because now I know this, this 
little child. Not, yeah, that was just like that. That's mostly like a kind act. Well, yeah, but I but it also can very easily turn into okay. Now I've got to help this. Now I make well, it my problem. That's you know. So there's a fine line, and and I, you know, I wouldn't change the way that I am as like a bleeding heart. I think that that's very much who I am as a person. Um, but it definitely also lends itself to becoming an issue with uh, the way that I am as far as consuming other people's problems as my own. And like I said, I've got enough, I got enough going on. I, I really don't have the space for anybody else's problems. I, what I think I've learned, especially in the last couple of years, is to just stay in my lane and be able to say, that's not my problem. I think I get that from you. Yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> I think I'm constantly drilling, drilling that into your head. Stay in your lane? No, Stay in my like, lane? Just, you know, deal with your own shit. There's enough. Yeah. Anyway, how you feel? How, you okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. You tired? No. Oh, really? You look a little tired. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's already 6 o'clock. What else we got? Um, do you, uh, do you love me anyway? Absolutely. Oh, thanks. Right back at you. Thanks, pal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't tell you enough, but I really appreciate the patience. It's can't be, it can't be easy. No, it's hard, but we do it together. All in a day's work. Yeah. Well, on that note... Want to go hang out with Bucky on the couch? You you don't want to ask me, you know, like, what, what's going on in my life? What are you working oh, on? Oh, sure. Oh, no, don't ask me. I just thought that's how it goes when you have a guest on. <laughs> Anything you'd like to promote? Yeah, you know, I'm working on something special. The sass. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Do you have anything? Anything you want to talk about? Nah. Well, okay then. This was great. <laughs> Did you have fun? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I love I love coming on here. I love hanging out with you guys. You know, this you is, guys. This is great. This is great. You know? Who's you guys? All you guys. I love my big production team. I love being here. All you guys are great to me. You know, <laughs> treat you like family. You know, thanks over there, that guy. Yeah, thanks. What'd you point to? I'm you point the napkin holder. Pointing at everybody here. I want to know that I appreciate every single one of you and all your hard work and dedication. Oh my god, you with the with the hard work and dedication. Yeah, yeah. I hope to be back soon. Thanks, appreciate it. Frank has a thing with hard hard work and dedication. Anytime we go somewhere, he writes it down on like a notepad in like a hotel. Like, thank you for your hard work and dedication. And I can't friggin' stand I, I, it. I say it a lot at work too. And but you're being you're not being you know, genuine. You're being an ass. I'm being an asshole, but a lot of the times people can't tell. No, they can't. You know, I can. This is the shit that just gets me through my day. Yeah. Oh, just like what you live for is uh, the movie quotes. This is what gets you through the day, being yeah, sarcastic. Yeah. Ugh. Time to go mobile. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're annoying. All right. Yeah, this is how I treat my, uh, my guests. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Anytime. See you in what? A year? I'm back on here. Was it that long? No, uh, maybe. No, was maybe this summer. Was it around our anniversary? Did we do that? No, maybe it was before that. No, I think it was around that. I think you're right. Either way, it was around the time where we were like, guys, this pandemic will be over any minute. I guess I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Anyway. All right, well, thanks a bunch.
Thank you. I'll uh, I'll see you in about two seconds. Yeah, right after we sh- yeah. We'll shut down and um, maybe some dinner. All right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks so much. Thanks, people. Love ya. I'm talking to you. I'm oh. saying I love you to you. Oh, I love you. Okay, great. I love you guys too. Okay. <laughs> Adios. Thank you.